Get cranky with it. Get cranky with it. Get cranky with it. Get cranky. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode, another podcast. The podcast, Get Creaky With It. It's Matt, we got Steven and Kaylee with us. But this is a new week. This is the dawn of a new age. Because we're not putting out a podcast. We are recording live. Not so live when you're listening to this. But we are (laughs) recording the podcast as it's going on. So what's up? I can see you. I can see you right now. It's crazy. Well, this is crazy. They can see us and they've never seen us before. Oh my gosh. Just wait until we're like actually in the same room and doing this. Like that's next level. That'll be wild. Matt, what do you have? What do you have behind you that you want to teach us all? Oh, so a couple weeks ago, if you were here on a Wednesday night, you. That's right. We already did this on Wednesday night. (laughs) But today we're learning about cause and effect. effect. <laughs> oh man. The cause is the reason something happens. Right? The why. Why is something the why? Happens? Yeah. Effect is what the re- the result of what happened. Nice. Like Can you give us a specific example of that? I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Because the cause of rain or rain is the cause, right? Uh-huh. And the effects could be a rainbow, beautiful, sometimes a double rainbow, yeah. getting crazy. It could be storms over the ocean. Or flooding. Or flooding. But then it also, the effect of rain is also growth, beautiful life, flowers growing. Yeah. That was beautiful. Amen. That was beautiful. Amy was would be so proud good. of you for, for using her chart well. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Shout out. <laughs> yep. This uh, this podcast is brought to you by Cause and Effect. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Dang. Well, it's fun to see you guys. I, I mean, we've we've done this before on on uh, you know Zoom and FaceTime, but it's cool to see you guys. Anything new in your guys' lives? Anything uh, you know different from the last eight weeks that we've done nothing different in our lives? <laughs> Would it be quarantine if there was something new? Honestly, (laughs) not for me. (laughs) Well said. Well said for sure. I know. I know that like my all my junior guys. I don't know if I should share this on something that's going to go public, but uh, all my junior guys are like completely ignoring quarantine now. Like the last two weeks, they're just like hanging out Elk Grove Park, and I I just kind of shake my head, but I kind of I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> we get it. We feel you. Yeah. So funny. Cool. Well, this last two weeks, uh, last, or I guess just last week, we, um, we've been going through, uh, yeah, I guess the last couple of weeks we've gone through a couple of different topics, um, where last week we went through, um, the idea of anxiety. Um, and I know we had a good conversation. If you didn't listen to that podcast, go back and, and, uh, and watch it. We, we kind of covered a lot of ground on some of the basics of it. And today our, our goal is to kind of keep these a little bit shorter and, and kind of just go through some quick, quick ideas of, um, I don't know, just, just, uh, pretty, uh, practical things and, um, some quick things to kind of leave you with throughout the week. But if you didn't go listen to last week's, um, there's a lot of stuff we kind of did on the forefront of that, those conversations. So make sure you go back to that and listen to it. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of last week's conversation around anxiety kind of stemmed from from the normalcy of it. Uh, we talked briefly about um, how fear and anxiety are something that God kind of created us with. He gave us um, physiological reactions in our body to have a fight or flight mechanism when we come up against uh, something that's a threat. Um, and so, so much of, of anxiety is kind of birthed out of something that God created us with. Um, it's it's kind of the point where um, our our when our anxiety and that the perceived threat, um, it's hard to recognize what the threat is where we start to have anxiety that we don't really know how to control. Um, Because when there's, like we said last week, if there's a tiger in front of us, we know we either need to run or do something. And that's, that's anxiety, but that's something that we know we can respond to and kind of uh, get rid of. But when all of a sudden we're having anxiety attacks, because we don't know what the threat is, or there's a perceived threat that we can't identify, that's when there's, there's, begins to be some, some differences and some, some hard times to know how to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, briefly, we talked about kind of some, some poor ways to respond to some of that anxiety, um, addiction, abuse, frustration, um, bad relationships, and then, and then some good choices. Um, and that's what we're going to try to um, talk through a little bit more in depth today. Um, we ended last week with um, a passage that I kind of wanted to start today with um, and, and just read briefly for you guys as we um, process through um, just a little bit more of this. So uh, we were in Philippians 4 last week. So if you guys uh, want to open up your Bibles, you can just listen to us. But um, we ended last week's podcast with this, this verse in Philippians 4, 8. So let me just read this for us real quick. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Um, And so as we were processing this before we started to record, it was was interesting because, you know, that part of scripture, the focus is on bringing to the front of your mind and flooding your mind with things that are pure and holy and perfect and good and bringing a, a reminder to yourself um, truths about life and about God um, that are, that will, you know, in some way, shape or form um, relieve anxiety or give you, give you some hope and truth. Um, but one of the things we wanted to get into today and get a little bit more practical with was um, sometimes it's hard to take captive our thoughts. Um, Paul starts with that. He says, think about these things. Um, but just from an honest standpoint for, for all of us, it's hard to get to a point where I'm just flooding my mind with um, the holiness of God or the perfect you know, majesty of God when my mind is kind of subtly flooded with insecurity and doubt and frustration and anger and hurt and, and the list goes on. Um, and so I think one of the things we kind of wanted to do today was, was unpack the idea of um, not just taking captive our mind, but uh, our thoughts, but identifying our thoughts as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, Uh, Kaylee, did you have any thoughts on that or Matt? Yeah. So um, I was thinking like in practical ways that I could like give examples of uh, what the, like what the students are dealing with. And I was just thinking about how um, like any person that deals with anxiety, like anxiety's main focus is to like change the way that we view ourselves or like the way that we view the world or the way that we interact with others. Um, and it's really easy to believe like those lies that anxiety is telling us rather than like 
the truths that are in Jesus um, and like the ways that we can like take all of those anxieties to Christ. It's just like those lies are like right in front of us and we have to kind of hurdle over those before we can take anything to Christ. And so it's, it's hard to um, like to get past that point. But I thought like, like what are some of like the biggest things that like our students deal with? I thought like, well, I mean, our, like their friendships, of course, that's where like it stems from. Like even when, you know, they're growing up and they're figuring out who they are, um, everyone's gone through that. And I'm sure like we've all dealt with that, but then like they're going to hear it their whole lives. But like, honestly, that's, social media is like exactly where they get it from and but they're not the only ones like I deal with it too like me and all of friends my age deal with um comparing ourselves to others on Instagram or like feeling like oh I have to text that person back or I have to you know let them know that I'm there um even just seeing random things on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter um feeling like left out of those things like if you don't understand a joke or like um like if you don't get a meme like if you're like oh shoot I I haven't been present so I haven't seen what that meme means you know like that's me all the time <laughs> so sometimes it's hard to catch up and then um just little things like that just like stick with you um and I think it's just really doing its job well making us feel like we're not doing something good enough or we're not um ourselves being good enough um yeah that that was just what i was thinking and yeah. it's just it's hard to wrestle with that but like we we see students in that we see ourselves in it too well and even on that too kaylee i feel like sometimes it's you know there's some things that aren't as subtle that we just you know inherently just compare ourselves really blatantly on on instagram sure. or social media any social media but then there's things that are really subtle like where i'm i'll watch things and i'll see like oh like my you know my friends bought a new car or house and in the moment i'm not necessarily thinking like oh i wish i had that car or house but when like months later when i'm in the market to buy a car or something I'll think in the back of my mind, like, ah, oh, like I wish I could have afforded a car like that. Like there's, there's mm -hmm. those comparisons that kind of creep in that maybe you don't even realize in the moment when you're scrolling through and you see people with these different things or what's in front of you, but it builds up in your mind, these images that you have of other people so that when you are internally processing things later, um, it, there's pressures that, that you, you didn't even know where they're coming from sometimes. Um, yeah, for sure. And it's not like comparison is the only thing that like, anxiety comes from right, um, right but I think that's just a big a big thing and we we mentioned it before that like you know we've all dealt with anxiety in the past um and you know a lot of people who deal with it um and I mentioned that like sometimes I get so anxious just about like being anxious and not wanting to feel that way and then some days like that just takes my like takes my mind captive and I only worry about like how I'm going to feel later or the next day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a hardest thing with like anxiety. Uh, you know, those perceived threats, like you were talking about, Stephen can come in so many ways. Uh, but I think so prevalent in our world, like you were talking about is this, that just the anxiety that comes from comparison. Uh, one of my old uh, mentors said that, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Um, and I think that is like, is so true. Um, like when, when we get caught up in these comparison spirals, um, not only do we, are we not like enjoying 
where we're at or what we're doing. Um, but also, yeah, like it just sends us in a spiral where like you, it may be weeks, months later, but there's just always that repercussion of, of a very real, like perceived threat as, as like extreme as that may even sound like that's really ultimately like what it does come down to is like, it's a threat to maybe it's your well being, Maybe it's a threat to your social status. Maybe it's a threat to how people perceive you. Uh, but that, that can so easily just cause those feelings in, of anxiety and, and doubt and like insecurity in yourself. And so it, it's such a dangerous spiral that I think yeah. I mean, everybody's susceptible to. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's, let's dive in. We want to keep this fairly short, but so let's dive in yeah. quickly to, um, you know, some stuff that we got passed along, uh, actually, um, in the conversation we had with our staff, our admin, Karen Clements, um, this is something that she kind of came across in some of her studying uh, in the past and passed along. We thought this was a kind yeah. of a cool guideline, at least for some of us. Um, so Matt, do you want to kind of go through some of those things? It's just just as a way to practically say, so we're, we're bringing up all these things to you students, uh, to urge mm-hmm. anyone watching, and we're uh, what we want to do is give you at least somewhat of a tool to take captive your thoughts, to process and maybe identify some of those things that are subtle. Um, so Matt, do you want to kind of walk through some of that? Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm going to share my screen real quick. Yeah. Um, as we kind of look at this mind map, I love like that's kind of phrases it, but like in a funny way, but it gives the purpose of what we're doing. You know, it's uh, the first step is kind of is writing down 10 things you've spent the most time thinking about today. So spend just what have you been thinking about today? Um, and then go straight from there into after you've written those out into like, what are the primary emotions that you tie to or associate uh, with those things? Um, and I think that's already a good like indicator of the diff- like the things that are capturing our thoughts. Like, yeah. What are the, what are positive things and what are negative things? Yeah. And even what are spiritual things and what are worldly things? Yeah. Um, well, you can pretty quickly see an honest view of, you know, where your mind goes, you know, if there's mm-hmm. a list of things, um, yeah, like you said that you can compare quickly between what, what is good and what is bad, but even things you can see quickly, like where your day's gone, if it's just mindless thoughts and you're struggling to even think about what you thought about, like, cause you're playing video games all day, you know? So there's, yeah. that's, that's a super helpful, helpful thing. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I'll try to explain it for if, if people are just listening to the podcast, but so from there, um, what they've done is taken the, um, the most, I guess really the most negative, uh, feeling or emotion and drawing a circle around that. Um, so this, the example here is feeling overwhelmed. And then from off from there, they draw four lines in different directions, um, to just kind of identify like, okay, what are some of the areas of our life? Um, and specifically they, it's fit, they're choosing faith work so work or school friends and then like health in your body um and then they from there like on each section um write out the things that maybe make you feel overwhelmed um i think that's kind of specifically the the practice in this case is writing like what are the things that make you feel overwhelmed about your faith what are the things that make you feel overwhelmed in your schooling what are the things that make you feel overwhelmed in your friendship what are the things that make you feel overwhelmed uh when in regards to your health and body um and so you're kind of mapping that out continually um but then i love this step two is bringing it before god bringing it before him and maybe the all the thoughts that you wrote down earlier, 
are thoughts that you need to like just write out and give over to God. Or maybe it's just whatever that more overwhelming feeling uh, is that you drew in that, um, that example in those, that circle map. Um, but bringing it before Jesus, praying about it, giving it over to God, continuing to even invite, ask God to how, what do I need to learn from you? Like, please speak into this. Um, and from there, I would even say, uh, I may be going off key from, um, this book, but bring that before somebody who you trust, who's older than you, who has probably walked through very similar things, yeah. like learn from somebody else's wisdom of how to continue to give it over to God, or maybe what are some, what are healthier ways of thinking about these things or these patterns in your life? Uh, and, and specifically like, what is where what's some scripture, some truth that can be spoken into your life that you can grab hold of that is a direct counter to the lies that you may be feeling or believing in that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's something I was going to say, just to kind of bring it home at the end to tie it into what we were talking about at the front front side of this in Philippians four, right? Like mm-hmm. once you have done some of that stuff and identified um, those things that, that maybe aren't, um, what Philippians four is talking about, then you can kind of pray over them and, and kind of invite the opposite of those things into your life, right? Like that's where, that's where you bring those things to God and to scripture and say, I'm struggling with being overwhelmed. Now that I've identified that, now I'm going to take whatever is pure, whatever is right from scripture, from my knowledge of God and pray that over that moment and, and over myself and, and remind myself in comparison to my, my anxiety and to the things that are a threat to me, um, compare that to the truth of what God has told me and shown of himself in the midst of that. And then you kind of compare those two and remind yourself of the truth in that. So good. Yeah, so good. I think a good um, practice that maybe anyone who's watching could, um, could maybe take into their lives is taking away those things that they know, like make them feel anxious. Like if it, if it is social media, like, take a break from it. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm swearing off of it for a year, like or a month. No, like do it for a day and see how you feel or how it affects you um, and mm-hmm. how your thoughts change. Um, but taking that thing away so that you can focus your thoughts back on those things. Yeah. Totally. Well, and that's the practice of fasting, right? Like taking, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be just food, like taking, taking something out of your life in order to reorient that time and that focus to the Lord. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a cool that's like, awesome. encouragement and challenge for anybody that's listening or watching. Like, yeah. man, try this, try it out mm-hmm. for a week or maybe just try it out like at certain points throughout the week or throughout your month, but actually like do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Well, we don't want to, uh, you know, belabor this too much. There's tons of this conversation that can continue and we hope that, hope that it does. And if you want to continue the conversation with us, we'd be more willing to meet with you guys and, and talk about it. We know that your leaders would be more than willing to talk about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're praying for you guys. We hope that this is helpful in some way, shape or form. And, um, if you have questions, throw them at us, but, um, uh, Matt, do you have anything you want to close us with? Um, yeah, well, uh, did you guys know that butterflies taste with their hind legs? <laughs> That's food for thought for you. Did not, did not uh, know. No, that. I, I did. I wasn't aware of that. I'm, I'm trying to picture the visual of that. Um, well, you know what? I'm, I am kind of picturing like 
my dog when he like licks his his hind leg like mm. i could i could see how that could work do they lick their hind legs or it's just like is it yeah. like flies when they like you know I mean? that's like where their when senses like, are in their hind legs that's weird yeah that's that's super weird for sure I, i'm not gonna stop thinking about that for the rest of today so thank yeah. you for that oh man thank you for that matt that was, yeah, that, was, wow. that, was that was a great way to end and uh end us yeah. so well we love you guys we're praying for you and uh hopefully we'll, we'll see you more and let us know what you think we're trying to change it up and be a little more visual and, and uh do do this so if you like like this and and uh or enjoy this better than just listen to our to our our uh, our voices put you to sleep at night then then we'll take it yeah so, mm-hmm. uh, maybe next week we could yeah. just have a dance party that was that was, that was me shaking it up for us because we're shaking it up you're okay. you're like shaking it all over the place just oh yeah oh yeah can't say there you go place. yeah uh. all right guys <laughs> see you later bye everybody bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>